Welcome to Death Valley, the very center of it. I'm Dave. I'm John, and this is the Devil's Advocates Legally Distinct Podcast. The classiest podcast you've ever seen. It's the best quality. One take every time. The best editing goes into it. You don't even hear the wild dogs in the background. I mean, I wish you could. They're they're gigantic. I mean, we can hear them, but the, the listeners at home, you know, they get this really nice... Quiet, uh, clear... Yeah. It's it's really professional. They can't hear the wall breaking in and the dogs coming in to eat us. <laughs> um, I know you wanted to talk about cats. I always want to talk about cats. Cats are... Cats are cool. Let's, let's talk cats about cats. Cats are cool. Yeah, let's talk about cats for a minute. Okay, so what's your favorite kind of cat? Um, I really like black cats because I feel like they're misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I've owned nothing but black cats my whole life. I love black cats. Um, tuxedos are cool. Jellicos are cool. The half and halves. White cats are prissy. Every white cat I've ever met is prissy. Thinks they're better than everybody else. Honestly. They probably are. They probably are literally better than everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they are a cat. Um, I want to talk about my favorite cat that I've known. And this was back when we lived... When I lived on the farm with the Earth Mother. Mm-hmm. And... We had been given this cat... To my understanding, the cat was only supposed to stay there for a short amount of time, like maybe a, a couple of weeks at most. Was this Charlotte? No. I don't no. think so. What color was it? Uh, a very light orange. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of the cat, but... Um, it was. It had a name. It had papers and everything. It did it? But the owner never came back for it, and we ended up keeping it. Now, this cat, we don't know exactly... Oh, wait. Yeah, we do know exactly what it had gone through. Uh, just before we got it, it had gotten its entire round of shots, it got neutered, it got all of the things done that you do for a cat, mm-hmm. and it got all of that done in one day. And apparently it trauma- traumatized the hell out of the cat, because when we got it, like, it wouldn't come out, it wouldn't, like, we could hardly even get the thing to eat food. Jeez. It was so sad, and it would stay, like downstairs under the sink it would like oh, I remember yeah, this it would, yes it would like open the cup the the door under the sink and it would just like curl up under there and stay there and over a period of weeks I worked on socializing with the cat and I would just like hang out in the bathroom like just sitting on the floor minding my own business until eventually the cat got used to seeing me and eventually started actually letting me pet him and then it was all good. Like, once I got a few pets in, then he always was coming back for more. Oh, they love to be petted. It's like he, they know what their job is. He started to, coming to upstairs, pet. even though we had the dogs. We had Luna, the... Uh, Pitbull. Pitbull. And... Big Mo. Yeah. The, 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 the French Mastiff. The Dog Do or Do. Um... And it eventually actually started hanging out with all the animals. It was still a little skittish, but, like, it, 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 the cat came out of its shell. And, and was an outside cat, right? 
No. No, it didn't become an octopus. What, what, what ended up happening with that cat? It got lost for a while. It was gone for like a good two weeks, and we were pretty darn sure that it was dead. Because, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure it... Oh, it had been declawed as mm, well. That's right. Declawed on the same day it got neutered. All of that stuff oh, happened God. on the same day. No wonder we're traumatized. Yeah, exactly. The declawing traumatized it. Exactly. Yeah, no. The other stuff wouldn't have... If, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you ever have a cat, do not declaw it. It's like cutting off your fingers at the first knuckle. And if you do declaw cats and we don't want you in our audience. Yeah, leave. Yeah, leave. <laughs> Find someone else to listen to. Yeah, we don't we, want you. You, you. you have better things to do with your time than we do, clearly. Right. Like, if you're going to get a cat and, it, and then get mad at, at it for scratching things, like a cat does, then what is going on? What, why did head? you get a cat? Yeah, why you did you get, get a, a cat? Got, you should have got a dog. Yeah, you should have gotten something else. Maybe a ferret. Yeah, something you can keep in a tiny little cage that, that it won't ever mess anything up because oh, you're I such know, a pussy little I, bitch. I know, hedgehog. Stand. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's what had happened to this cat. And, of course, no wonder it was so traumatized. But yeah. the reason why it's my favorite cat is because it took so much work and the work was worth it. It was such a great cat. Nah, my favorite cat was a cat that took no work at all, and we loved each other from the moment we set eyes on each other. Me, me and old black bastard. This Phantom. is the one. Yeah, that's the one I met. I met Phantom. Every everybody on the farm knows that cat. That cat apparently just saved a horse. Got a horse through winter. How did that happen? Well, the horse is. It's a mini pony with one eye, and I left my cat on the fa- Phantom on the farm to. To live there. Well, I, well, well, we traveled about. It's a safe place. There's not much that can, can get in. There's a lot of uh, space to play. Yes, okay, and then what's <laughs> happened, comrade? <laughs> what happened with the, what happened with this uh, <laughs> phantom cat? Um... He kept a one-eyed horse alive all winter, and now he's king of the farm. <laughs> he gets he gets to do stuff that I don't that even I just I don't get when I'm on the farm. Like he gets a bed. Okay, maybe maybe. Okay, no, no, no. Do you ever? Do you ever? No. <laughs> do not understand. No, you you must explain to me how the how does the how does cat keep. Horse alive. I don't know, but the horse was alive, and the cat was the one who was doing it. It makes no sense. The horse walked up, and then, then five seconds later, the cat showed up. <laughs> I bet the cat was leading the horse around and keeping it safe, warning it. It only had one eye. It needed, it needed a buddy to keep it alive. That's insanely cool, though. If that's what happened. Yeah, my cat. My cat's a farm cat. He used to hang out with goats and shit. He used to wow. he used to come in with the kids and get butted. It was funny as fuck. You remember watching that, right? He'd, he'd sneak in to see the babies and the and the moms would whack him. Yeah, I do remember that. Oh, I had so many goats. I am a ghost though, so I was part of that herd. So, can you think of any other great cats you've had? Other cats that you liked? Dread Pirate Bob had a cat called Jude, but we all called him Hey Jude. I like Jude. He was de- he was a declawed black cat, <clears throat> and he ended up living with me for a little bit. He was a good roommate, except for he pooped under the bed. Yeah, yeah, he 
And there was even a litter box in the room that I kept clean, and he still pooped under the bed. <laughs> I feel like sometimes animals do that kind of stuff just to get attention. I was already giving him attention. You know? Right, right. Or maybe, you know, maybe there was something wrong. Like, or I'm not saying that's what happened with Jude, but... Like, Jude, had a, Jude had a rough start. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I have known cats and dogs, too. Mm-hmm, no, dogs especially. Yeah, they, yeah do, dogs are more socially aware. Like, they understand things about people, whereas cats don't... I don't know with them, but... They'll do. I've I've seen them do things, or I haven't seen it ha- happen. But like, no, cats cats will push boundaries. They'll, have well, you, yeah, have they you, will. Have you ever been in a room with a cat, and it's sitting at a counter, and it's looking at you, and it has something in front of it, and it puts a paw by, by it first, and it looks at you, <laughs> and then it slowly starts pushing it, and you're like, "What are you doing?" And then off the thi- off the off the thing, the counter, whatever is up there goes. I've seen them push. Plates of food off the counter, glasses. Um, yep. Yeah, they do. They do that for sure. They know. They get it. They. They understand social stuff. Um. I had this other cat named Nugget, and I was holding her, and she stabbed me in the eye, John. She was about six months old, and she just recovered from milk fever. And for the first two weeks that I had had this cat, that this cat and I lived together, and I was nursing the cat, the cat back until to somewhat reasonable condition, superhumanized, super loved me. And then I took it out, took it out into the house, had it in my hand, was looking at it and doing this with it, and was going, "Oh, you're so sweet. You love me, don't you?" And she went, reared back, and I went, "Huh? No, I didn't even have a chance." And then, wham, right into the eye. Blinded me. Scra- scratched my eye. I love that cat. She's so sweet. She'll just come and sit in my lap and not let me touch her. I'll start petting her and she'll start growling. <laughs> that's that's not good. <laughs> no! So speaking of getting your eye taken out... Yeah? This is a very, very abrupt... Change of subject. Yeah. But, um... What are we in? I wanted to talk about this because I think it's super interesting. All right, so what I'm telling... What I'm going to be talking about is the Anatoly Borgoski incident that occurred. Um, I'm sorry. (gasps) Okay, so... What, 80? This was in 1978. Uh Uh-huh. And um, Anatoly Borgoski, mm-hmm. or Borgorsky, mm-hmm. I don't know, um, was you? a researcher at the in- Institute for High Energy Physics in Pradvino, Russia. Oh. And he worked with the uh, largest particle accelerator in the Soviet Union. So, one of the largest ones at the time. Yeah. All right, so... What was going on was he was um, checking a part of it that was malfunctioning. Okay. And so he was going to go back into the, into this room. And in this room, a part of the beam was actually going through open air. They would use it to test it on materials. Uh-huh. So as he was going back, he did tell the um, 
engineers that were operating the beam that he would be back there in five minutes to work and that so they would know to turn off the beam mm -hmm. nobody had ever been shot with a high-powered uh particle beam before no why would they yeah exactly <laughs> it yeah it's just like the unlikeliest thing ever so nobody had ever asked the question what would happen if you got hit with one no i'm sure they asked the question they just weren't sure well maybe somebody was asking that question but this man answered it oh my god um he arrived in the room earlier than expected uh-huh and the beam hadn't been shut off for some reason um the, the door lock that was supposed to be activated whenever the beam was in use wasn't working so he walked right in and then he uh walked right into the beam and it went through his like um like next to his nose near his eye and it came out the back of his head okay all right so when this happened he uh according to him he saw the light of a thousand suns and it was just a flash of light but it was very bright mm -hmm. he didn't feel any pain he didn't feel sick or anything like that so he knew that something bad had happened but <clears throat> and here's the really stupid part um he didn't tell anyone he just went about the rest of his day he worked he got his stuff done he and he went home that night and i guess he thought he was gonna sleep it off <clears throat> was he observing himself i don't really know but what i do know is that the next day he went to the hospital and the side of his face that had gotten hit with the beam was like really swollen like to the point where his face was unrecognizable and on the back of his head where the beam had come out there was a patch of hair missing and um it changed him on a subatomical level yeah so what was happening here was that when the beam passed through the tissue in his head it uh just dispersed all of this the high energy from these uh particles and these are rather large particles and they're moving near light speed mm -hmm. so there's so much energy and all of this is getting dispersed into his head. Now, here's where he got lucky, because you might ask, I don't I don't remember exactly what the energy output is of that particle beam, but I mean, it's a... It's a lot. Yeah, it's a large... Um, particle accelerator. Yeah, like, you know... That's a lot, a lot of energy. energy. You, 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 look, you look for part... You, you split atoms and find small, small particles with it. Right. And... Here's what did, happened. How long did he survive for? He lived the rest of his life. And he got really lucky. And you want to know how? How? So, this radiation in a particle beam, it, uh, it interacts with different materials in different ways. And the ability for any given material to stop a particle beam, the radiation from it, from... Uh, moving forward that that's called stopping power now the human body is made up of almost 70 percent uh, water and as it turns out water has a stopping power on a particle beam with that radiation of about a meter or so mm -hmm. um so 
the head isn't even a meter long. Now, here's the thing. If it had indeed, if the beams had indeed stopped within his head, all of the energy output would have been distributed into his brain and into the tissues in his head and around his, where he got hit. However, um, since it passed through, that energy got carried out into the air. And that's the reason why he lived. He got a, a fairly small dose of radiation, considering what he was getting hit with. Wow. Now, he did live, however. His personality was changed. And he uh, couldn't hear out of his left ear. In what way was his personality changed? Uh, there, There was virtually no damage to his intellectual capacity, but the fatigue of mental work increased markedly. So anytime he had to do something that was mentally tedious, mm-hmm. it caused him physical... Drain. Uh, yeah, it, it caused him physical fatigue. And so, then in his left ear, he just had this severe tinnitus, and that was all he could hear in that. So it rocked his brain like... Um, um, the left half of his face was paralyzed due to the destruction of nerves. Yeah. And he was able to function well enough, except for the occasional complex partial seizures and rare tonic-clonic seizures. Oh, my. And then he went back to work. Uh, on the site? At that, yeah, at that same site, doing the same thing. But more careful from that day forward. One would hope so. Unless he took another shot this time to, to the arm. Yeah, now when he went into the hospital, first of all, he went into... Oh my god, they, they must not have known what was wrong with him when he walked into the hospital. They didn't believe him at first. They were like, <laughs> you got what? You got shot in the head with a with particle a... beam? What? what? <laughs> and then they, you know figured out where he worked, and they're like, okay, you know what, this makes sense. So the hospital, that he, he got sent to um, a specific hospital that used to be a secret. It is, it is no longer, but it is a uh, Soviet Union radiation clinic. Oh. The, the top of the line there. Um, and a woman that looked over, that uh, was taking care of this man, uh, a, a physician. Oh, a doctor. Yeah, she... Uh, when she saw what had happened to him mm-hmm. and, and heard about it, she was like, she believed that this man had no chance of survival. But he lived the rest of his life. And he did, yeah. Wow. But, but to be fair, he did take a particle beam to the face. Yep. Right through the eye, right? Right through the, well, it was kind of a little bit lower than that. <clears throat> did it blind him? No, I don't think so. But he saw a flash. He saw the light of a thousand suns. Oh my god. <laughs> Isn't that just absolutely wild? Yes. That's amazing. It made me think about, like, in the future, if we were able to contain all of, like, the energy that um, they have in a, in a particle accelerator, if you were to have, like, a particle accelerator, like, if you could weaponize that, you have a particle accelerator gun, and like <laughs> the way I was imagining Hold on. it. No way. The way I was imagining it in my head was like some mad scientist like invents a a gun that is a particle accelerator that shoots a particle beam, mm. and then he like just goes out into the public and he's like shooting all the people that he hates with it, 
But like nobody knows what's going on. He just looks like he has a has a like uh, some like weird gadget. With, like it has a Tesla coil on top of it to power it. Yeah, like nobody has any idea what's going on, and, and he's just know, there's no immediate effect. And he's just giggling in his white lab coat. <laughs> and, the next, <laughs> and the next day, all of his enemies die of no, their ex- faces start melting. Yeah, they, <laughs> they turn into. Uh, Monsters. Yeah, they turn into freaking. Um, oh, can we rate this st- comic? Can this be a comic? I would love to. I would like to see this story oh actually God. happen because when the, what I was imagining was so entertaining, <laughs> I I kept that I kept that fantasy going for a while because oh. it was so good. Oh my God! I want to be this character. Right. <laughs> let me write for him. Let, let me be him for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. Making the sound. The gun doesn't make a sound. Yeah, the gun doesn't make any sounds at all. <laughs> Maybe a low hum. No, no, no. It doesn't even do that. It I goes, can it see goes, it. No, it goes... Like, electric, like the sound of electricity. His enemies are like... The fuck? You know, what are you... What are you up to... What are you guys up... Or what are you up to today there, Dr. Evil? And, <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> You'll never know until... Later, twenty-four and hours. Then you'll know. Twenty-four hours. Twenty-four it's, hours. It's my extremely slow-acting death ray gun. <laughs> Fear me. No, like uh, I don't feel anything. Yes, of course you don't. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> would you sing our th- Would you sing our theme song? I think it's I think it's deserved in this moment. You haven't done it in a while. That's because honestly, I don't like it. You don't like the it. crazy witch brew thing. Uh, I, I only you did that. I only ever started doing that to annoy you. When I heard myself doing it, when I listened to it later, I was like, "Oh, I don't like this. This is embarrassing." No, but like, I to love a, to a different degree. To the, the slippery butthole, which only I have now. My butthole so slippery. Do you want to feel how slippery? Like, I got away from the John, and my butthole was slipperier than his sandy ass butthole. You see, Dave has a farm, and on this farm, he grows slippery buttholes. No. And he's selling them to you today. Oh, Go to slipperybutthole.com <laughs> and buy a butthole today for $9.99. <laughs> We encourage you to, at this exact moment, look up slipperybuttholes.com. Just go there and just trust me. We gotta, we gotta save this episode. <laughs> we gotta put this one way back in the backlog. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I don't actually take responsibility for anyone who goes to slipperybuttholes.com. No, we have to get it. We're gonna go and buy it. Yeah, I was actually just thinking about it. I was, I was like, that's probably an unincorporated website. Yeah, I no, bet, I bet nobody if has you go it. to it. It's one of those weird ones that doesn't have anything on it. Yeah. It sends you to a bunch of other websites. Oh my god! No, you're. Oh, what listen. Are it's the coyotes. They're here for us. It's your brothers and sisters, little brother. They're getting it. They're yeah. getting it, man. They're all fucking. You think that's what they're doing? Yeah. I think they. I think they might be tearing something to pieces. What a javelina? Maybe or like a bird or something. Or a giant scorpion? Yeah, they're, 
possibilities are endless. Who knows what they're doing, honestly. Those coyotes are partying. Oh, my God. Maybe they got alcohol. <laughs> oh, my God. We should go ask. Yes, let's go. Coyotes. We got to go. We, we got to go, listeners. Coyote Later. Coyote boo.